What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Bash Brothers Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Chandler. This is my co-host, Jordan Harris. And we are the Bash Brothers, the only podcast where it's like sitting around with your friends talking sports, life, and everything in between. Jordan, how you doing today, bro? Pretty tired this morning. A little time change action last Boy, night. Boy, that junk forward. has kicked my tail. Well, I will say, though, when you work till midnight, it's nice having an extra hour of daylight. Kinda, oh, yeah, big facts. Kinda. Oh, no, I love the extra hour of daylight. Yeah. So much more time for activities. Not so, necessarily room for activities. I'll say, like, karate in the garage and but stuff like so that. so much more time for activities. <laughs> if you understand that reference, which you should, comment and say, I understood that reference. And if you understood that reference... Comment and say both movies that we just referenced. And if you have a samurai sword signed by Randy Jackson or night vision goggles, please let us know. For real, because we, we might be interested in buying them. We got a really good show in in, uh, in store for you guys today. Bringing back an old segment from like episode three, little Connor's questions about to happen here. Then we got a Netflix review for the first time, a little Ooh. last chance you basketball. And then uh, we'll do a little haul for naw. Okay. You okay. ready to just hop right into it? Little groggy, little sure, boogies in the eyes. Sure. But go you ready ahead. To just... Yeah, whatever you want to ask me, go for it. Okay, so I was just I was driving the other day, right? Peaceful little Saturday drive, and it hit me. A Connor's question. I was like, this is a this is a pretty fun topic, I think, to, to okay. speak on here. Okay. So when I was in the sixth grade, I started playing. Uh, I played middle school basketball. Ended up playing for five years, not middle school. I wasn't stuck in middle school for five years. That would have been pretty unfortunate. Wouldn't surprise me if you were. <laughs> yeah, I played six, 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 seventh and eighth grade. I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I kind of got obsessed with it. So I had to pick a team. Most people would assume, oh, you went with the Hawks. I didn't. Um, one day I turn on ESPN and the Clippers are playing. Now this is before they really, I think they might've had Chris Paul, Mm -hmm. which I I liked Chris Paul a lot, but like no Blake Griffin, no DeAndre Jordan, you know, there was no hopes right now. It was still the Clippers of old being a pretty bad basketball team. And I said, yep, I'm riding with them. Uh, so like my senior year of high school, we make it to the playoffs for the first time playing the Memphis Grizzlies, you know what I'm saying? Now we got Kawhi and Paul George, you know, I think it's been, I think I've been a Clippers fan now for 12 years. And that's, that kind of got me thinking. I was like, okay, if I was to just wake up tomorrow and I don't know anything about sports, right? Like, I'm just mm-hmm. like, I want to start, I want to become a football fan, okay. an NCAA fan, and an okay. NFL fan. Okay. What team would I choose? Now, semantics of this argument are completely up to you. Do you want to, you know, I was having this discussion with somebody the, the uh, yesterday, and they brought up, you know, you, maybe you take into account the city. Because you want to go to a couple games. Yeah. you, you got to rep the city. You're not just repping a team. Okay. Do you consider you just want to win? Maybe you go with a powerhouse. Are you an underdog fan? Maybe you go with somebody who hadn't won in a while. Okay. So the ball's completely in your court. I think you want to start it off in the NCAA. Okay. Yeah, sure. So I'll let you go first. Um. So just for semantics sake, I'm going to omit Georgia from this argument. Same. But... Um, but I want to, because I actually asked Sage last night. She was like, what are y'all going to talk about? And I told her, she goes, well, aren't you just going to pick Georgia? And I said, no, because of our bias. Yeah. But Georgia is a really good answer in this conversation, I feel like. It is, but I feel like it's also easy just because we, or you don't anymore, but we lived in the state of Georgia. Yes. Um. So, and I'm also going to admit the fact that I ever went to Georgia. So we're going to pretend that I'm 17 years old in high school, and I'm picking a team. I like it. All random. Right. Same. Let's here. say, let's say I'm picking a team that I may be interested in because maybe I want to go to college there. There let's you go. That. But but operate on. I'm going to operate on the times right now. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So, 
for me, so there's a couple teams that I generally have drawn my interest since I've liked football. I mean, it's just for whatever random reason. Maybe I like the state. Maybe I like the unis. Oregon, that's all I like. But, you know, anyway. so The unis. I'm a fan <laughs> because of the unis. I'm honestly, I'm going to pick Texas. Longhorns. Hook them. Um, I've been a big fan of the state of Texas in general. I don't know why. I just I've always drawn an interest Texas in Texas. Forever. Uh, Austin, I think, would be a great college town to go to. I think the atmosphere at Texas is it's incredible. Um, Texas has a lot to look up to. I mean, obviously, they're losing Sam Elgar this year. Um, they're, you know, kind of going to start processing a rebuild with Sarkeesian coming over. But Steve Sarkeesian is a great coach. I think he will make a great head coach. Um, but, yeah, I mean, all in all, there's several things I could choose from. I mean, you know, like you could honestly go from – I'm just going to pick a winning team and go with Bama. But just, you know, pageantry-wise – my interest in the state. I think Austin's a great city. Yeah, I'm saying I'm gonna stick with Texas for this one. Texas forever. All right, I'm gonna give a little peek behind the curtain here. So whenever I brought this question up to Jordan the other day, I texted him and said, "Okay, here's the Connor's question segment that we're gonna do." And what I want you to do is you pick either NFL or NCAA, and that will lock in your answer. And I can't have the same answer. Mm-hmm. Jordan decided he would pick NCAA as his lock. It's a good thing you did. That most that would have been my answer as well. Right. Um, I, I, I they haven't they're they're kind of college football royalty, but they hadn't won in a while. No, brand new coach, yeah. really good recruiting class coming in. I think the future is very bright there. Now for my answer, I feel like you may go with my runner up here. Honestly, I don't know. I've, I've thought about this a lot. Uh huh. Okay. And I think I'm going to hop on the other side of the old Red River rivalry. I did. <laughs> and I'm going with the Sooners. Yeah. Um, for, honestly, for a lot of the same reasons. Let's say I've, I know football in this conversation. I like fast, explosive, fun offenses. With I no like Lincoln-Riley. Facts on that. <laughs> Even though, honestly, those last six or seven ball games last year have played really good defense. Yeah, they did step up. Um, Lincoln-Riley is a great, fun football coach to watch. In the they're they're not extremely dominant because I'm not going to hop on a bandwagon of somebody who's just winning, but they are making pretty consistent playoff appearances. They are. They've produced more Heisman winners in the past five years than any other team combined on base. You know what I'm saying? Um, or appearances, if you want to just throw Jalen Hurts in there for the appearance. Um, it's like I said, explosive and fun. There's a lot of tradition there. I mean, they got a wagon, bro. They do. They, they do. have a wagon that's pulled by horses on the field. And, I mean, you know, Lincoln Riley's a young head coach, assuming he's going to stay there, which I don't see why he would leave. And exactly. True quarterback guru, obviously. Exactly. I'm high on Spencer Rattler. I've already admitted They're that. They're constantly getting top five or five-star QB commits. The only reason I can see Coach Riley leaving is for the NFL. But, yeah, that's my pick. And, I, and like you said, I think the state of Oklahoma has a lot of rich history. Yeah. The fact that I'm now uh, – I would now be intertwined in one of the largest college football rivalries of all time, the Red right. River rivalry. Right. Nailed that saying. And I think that would just be fun, and now you and I could hate each other. I mean, I already do that. Oh, so. facts. The truth comes out. That's, <laughs> there you go. All right, so you go Texas, I go Oklahoma. Yeah. That's a, that's a good pick. That's yeah. a good pick. So let's jump to the NFL. I will once again let you go. Wait. You, no, I'm, you I go to, first. What are you talking first. about? Yeah, I have to go first here. So, NFL is interesting, right? I am a Falcons fan. I'm not extremely – I watch the NFL because I just love football, right? It's mm-hmm. like Sundays, 
NFL football is on my television because it's just great. I just love football. I'll, I'll watch the sport. I'll watch two high school teams play. I'll watch a couple 10-year-olds flag football out. You know what I'm saying? I like football. I'm a Falcons fan, but I'm not like as diehard. Georgia, I'm I'm obsessed. It's just it's one right. of the greatest things in this world. Whereas Falcons football, you know, I'm here. If they if they win, I'm happy. If they lose, I'm you know I'm not sad and beat up. But you know, if I'm picking a team, mm-hmm. brand new, fresh, okay, and I got to throw an asterisk in here, okay, I'm going with the city of Cleveland and okay. the Browns. Okay, a true underdog team that three years ago was horrible. They drafted a young man by the name of Baker Mayfield. They then got a man by the name of Nick Chubb. They have some incredible ride receivers that are LSU alums. OBJ, hope you come back healthy. I saw you running on the treadmill the other day. You look like a monster. <laughs> um, Jarvis Landry. They got a lot of weapons. They do? Yes. I love the underdog mentality. I love the fact that I would pick them, and hopefully in the next couple of years they would win a Super Bowl, and I'd be rocking with them. The asterisk, though, is do they re-sign Baker Mayfield? That's true, yeah. Because Baker is the face of a franchise. Baker Mayfield knows what he is doing, man. We talked about it the other day in Hall of Famer. Nah, yeah. the dude's got the commercials. I mean, everything's just working for him right now. He's keeping his he's keeping his head clean. He is playing really good football. Still got to clean it up, but he'll, he'll be entering his fourth season this year. Right. So he's only getting better. That trajectory should stay upward. Uh, the city of Cleveland – uh, I mean, look at the rich history in terms of basketball, mm-hmm. uh, you know, LeBron and all that. We obviously know that. The old Indians, you know, every, everything's everything's rocking there. Sports are pretty good. Not so much right now with Cleveland, but you get what I'm saying. Um, yeah, if they would, if they were re-sign Baker, they got a brand-new head coach, an exciting offense, a great lineup of offensive stars. Give me a Browns jersey. Okay, okay. <sighs> This one's hard for me. I honestly I don't care that much for NFL football. I just I, I watch it in the Super Bowl. I, I claim to be a Falcons fan. I watch them every now and then. It's not like I'm just sitting there every Sunday, Monday night watching NFL. Um, you know, I tend to I tend to really like and enjoy watching players. Um, I kind of watched the Broncos fairly heavily when Peyton Manning was there. Um, I have no idea who you're gonna pick. Yeah, because I told you last night who my second pick would be, didn't I? I don't remember, to be honest. I told, I did tell you, yeah. Um, right now, I'm super interested in the Kansas City Chiefs. I really like Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you know, You're rocking with the Titans. Uh, I'm just kidding. No, you know what? I thought about it. This is gonna be really random, and again, this is just me going, just picking a team because hey, it's why not. I, I'm gonna go with the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo, I'm down. Okay. I mean, you know, they they had a pretty good run this year. I they think really that team's did, on the yeah. rise. I mean, you know, Josh Allen's doing his thing. Stephon Diggs. Um, yes, yeah, Stephon Diggs. Jake Fromm's on there. He'll never play, but hey, you know, Probably Georgia not. Georgia alum. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's just I I, I want to pick Kansas City so bad because I like Miko Hardman, Georgia alum there, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. They got a stacked team for. If they can find an O line to protect my homes a little better, they got a stacked team for the next few years. But just just so nobody says, oh, you're picking a team because they're winning, right? I'm, yeah. I'm going to go with the Bills. You know, I think they're I think they're building something there that can lead to Super Bowl appearances in the future. I agree. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think that's going to be my team Came for that really reason. Close this year, so you're looking to go to Buffalo for a home game and freeze your butt off. 
I mean, hey, well, I mean, I feel like that's NFL football to the T, right? Like it you is, yeah. see these playoff games, it's snowing, you know. Oh, yeah, you're in Green real. Bay, you're in New England. This stuff dreams are made. Yeah, of, I it mean, it's like. just it's what it is. So yeah, I think you know Buffalo. I wouldn't mind going to New York for a game once. You know what I mean? Just yeah. to see them. So. I'd be down. We should we should actually do that. Um, that's that's a good pick and a surprising pick. Like I said, I had no idea who you were going to pick. If you, I told you last night, if you would have selected NFL as your lock, which meant I would have had to pick. Two people, just in case we repeated. Right. I would have picked America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. That's right. You told That's me right. that because they just re-signed Dak to a four-year deal. Dude's not the greatest quarterback yeah, in the I'm world. Honest, I'm not sold on Dak, but on he's that one. fun. It's exciting. It, the the pageantry and royalty that goes with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I'd, I'd rock with oh, yeah. you. I mean, Dallas Dallas is a big name team for sure. I mean, I just I, I don't know. I don't know what I don't necessarily see them doing much. With I would have Dak. a Terrell Owens jersey on the the second I signed the fan deal. I got you. I for got sure, you. ain't no doubt about it. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good one. We'll have to. We might have to incorporate old Connor's question. It just that just came to me, and I was like, that is a fun conversation, man. That that could. I do. I do think you know, as far as. Uh, other sports i don't think it wouldn't be as easy to do like college basketball or co- well college basketball probably is college baseball maybe not but mlb and nba would be a fun topic i think we might have to do that we, might have we to. could we in the upcoming weeks we could just do basketball and baseball off top i think i can mean, probably pick just, a baseball team pretty quick to be honest with you oh, basketball no, yeah, have for to sure, look for sure but, but let's you know for another time yeah, for but sure. hey if you have a different answer which i'm sure you're gonna people are gonna have a million answers there's 240 uh, D1 college football teams. Leave it down in the comments of the Facebook or tweet at us, whatever your answer may be. I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear the the why is the interesting part. Yeah, right? yeah. Because you'd know. be like, man, I'm going to North Carolina because Mac Brown's back. Great program. You know what I'm saying? I'm but, going to the Idaho Vandals because you know I like I oh, like yeah. a mediocre team. You know, who knows? honestly, maybe so. Well, I mean, you got it. We we always talk about it, right? There are people who are diehard Vanderbilt fans, knowing that they ain't never gonna win nothing. Yeah. And res- all respect, I'm just you know you're a baseball school. You gonna win? You probably gonna win a couple more natties there. Yeah, but like true. a Vanderbilt football fan who's as diehard about it as we are, right? Who ain't never gonna win nothing. Yeah, some people went to FSU a couple years ago and were sunbathing in the stadium when reading a book during the football game. You know, just... <laughs> that is so sad. They really were. They really were. <laughs> all right. So, what you said it last week when we did top five television shows. Yeah, Last Chance You. That one of your favorite shows of all time is Last Chance You. And we had four seasons of Last Chance You football. Right. I think we're done with that, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see over... That show just does so good. Why would Mm -hmm. you not do two seasons a year? Like one in the the spring of basketball or football, and then one, you know, baseball would be great too. It'd be like the, the movie The Rookie, but... Netflix, that'd be. It just depends on. What I don't they, know how well the cinematics would go with baseball though. Baseball is a little bit slower. It is of a, a much slower paced yeah. game, but I mean that would yeah you would yeah because you could only show like a couple at bats and a couple yeah. pit, you know before you were basically. I would watching. love another football season. I love the football season. Oh no, I'm with you. I would. I love the football too, and and before this, I probably I would have told you that I liked football. I would have liked football the most. Right. So this season, we're, uh, we're going to leave spoilers out, so no spoilers on anything that kind of happens. We're pretty much just going to touch on like the first three episodes, just in case, because I feel like if you were interested in it, you've probably watched one or two episodes as of now, if you're a listener. Yeah. But no spoilers, so we're not going to tell you how it ends or anything, which a quick Google search will tell you that. But I'm the, are you, how do you watch Last Chance You? What do you mean, how do like, I watch I'm, it? Like, I'm the type who, like, 
I will completely like I don't want to see anything on Twitter about I I watch it like it's really happening now. I mean I don't really have anything that's gonna give me spoilers though, and I don't necessarily oh, a bunch anything, of ESPN so. writers and stuff will be or we'll just talk all about it. Oh, well, I haven't seen anything yeah, about I, it. I don't I don't want to know if they win the natty, if they win a state. I don't want to know anything about and granted, it. I'm only on episode five right now, so I think you're what seven or eight. Maybe? I'm on the finale. Oh, I'm like four. Finale. I have forty five minutes left of the oh, finale. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so this year is Last Chance U basketball. So right. first season of Last Chance U doing basketball. Pretty sure it's the same production team, same director, and it follows the East Lake Huskies. No, East, East Los East, Angeles. Los Angeles Huskies. ELAC. Uh, we went to Eastgate Park the other day. That's why I'm yeah, ELAC. Uh so they've honestly got a lot of talent. Oh my god. Two snits, two six nine dudes in Malik and Joe. I know I texted you within the first thirty minutes of episode one. I'm like, this looks like a G League team. Like it really does. It does not look like a junior college team. And one of the lower junior colleges, like they don't even play like for a national champion. They're not even like a right. division. It's a state championship. It's a one state championship for. pretty much. Uh, so if you haven't seen anything, just, you know, there's a little setup for you. They bring in this coach and it's his first, no, he was coaching no. division one basketball. This is his like third or fourth year yeah. coaching at but, ELAC. Right. But he was coaching D1. Yeah, he was a D1 coach. And he comes coach. into ELAC. What's his name? John Mosley. John Mosley. There yeah. you go. See, that's why Jordan's on the podcast right there. <laughs> I can't remember names for nothing, but Jordan's got it. Um, so coach Mosley, it's the first time ever that we have a coach Who's not insane? Yeah, Coach Coach Mosley. He's 100 percent my favorite coach from the series so far. For sure. Um, I'm gonna miss a name now, but anyway, the coach from Laney last year I really liked, but I yeah, think Mosley still tops that to me. He's very passionate about the game. He was very passionate about his players. He works them jokers. Oh my god! I mean, one yes. thing you'll notice constantly is they literally play a full. I'm assuming they still. What you know what the quarters are in? It, they in, play two 20 minute halves. Okay, so they play a 40 minute game and immediately lift weights. Yeah, after their game, that's just one of their things. Yeah. But they are like locked into the work. But the thing is, is you see him, he works his butt off too. Oh, like yeah. you see yeah, how he's yeah. like teaching spin classes and oh, yeah, like yeah. he's handling he, he does the floors man yeah. man is doing everything I do want to throw an asterisk on the coaches though real quick football and basketball any sport okay pulling back the curtain on coaching yeah is something true. that is very revealing and and this might be you might disagree with this that's okay this is just my opinion yeah coaching is gritty oh 100% to get a lot out of 18, 19, 20, 21 year olds, even right. us back in high school. Yeah. You're going to get chewed. I mean, coaches are crazy. Coach Buddy, to me, embodied what I always viewed a coach as. Yeah, from, I would agree with that. From East Mississippi Community College. Like, really cared, really genuinely cared. But he would chew you. Well, in a he'd minute. go nuts on you. Yeah. Which I think football lends itself more to that than it's basketball. It's more aggressive. Yeah, it's more aggressive. Because, I mean, you're, I mean, you're coaching Warriors, which you're, I mean, basketball is the same thing, but yeah. it's, it's less physical in terms of contact. But, uh, but yeah, so what's the name? Coach. Coach, what's the name? For which one? Uh, East Lake. Mostly. Coach Mosley is a great coach, man. He is. Works his butt off. He's praying with the players. He 
his they tell you that is those assistant coaches are fantastic too. Oh, they are Coach Rob and Coach Ken. Yes, yeah. have you, did you see uh, Coach Rob's profile? Not the one in the wheelchair, but the one who used to coach. I'm on that episode coach. now. Okay, like his profile is great. The other one, the, the recruiting guy. Yeah, they love the game of basketball, and these dudes are such good coaches. They have such a well-rounded coaching staff. They are so real, and their one goal is to see these kids get a scholarship. Oh, 100%. Like, don't get me wrong. They want a ring. They want a title. Yeah. But they, but they, but Coach Rob says it in one of the episodes. He says, Mosley's greatest fear, his greatest thing that he's working towards is to get, is that these kids won't graduate with a scholarship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he, he, I, we were talking about this, and I think you disagree with me, which is okay. Um, they, I think that this game of basketball just lends itself so much better to the last chance you formula. And I want to, I, I, I favorited a tweet here, so I'm going to go pull this up. Uh, Jamel Hill, the uh, the beat writer for, or she's a anchor for ESPN. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. She tweeted this last night, and I agree. Because I told you before I saw this tweet, so it, it kind of backed up how, and she summarized it better. She said, finish watching Last Chance U Basketball, and I like the football versions. This was simply excellent. Such compelling, nuanced storytelling. You're rooting for every player. And I think basketball allows for even more intimate storytelling than football. And I agree with that. I think the pace of a basketball game and how, don't get me wrong, it's still very formulaic with that Last Chance U formula. They're going to start off a half. It's going to be close, and they're going to make you think the game's close. They're going to win. Punch them in the mouth. Then, then some, yeah. some some good hip hop music starts right. playing in the background. <laughs> Isn't that the formula? And, yeah, it is. And I, I will say, they beat to, them one hundred to twenty. Player wise, this is the first season since I think two that has really embodied what I think Last Chance U is. You know, last or Last Chance U at EMCC, we saw a lot of players: Dakota Allen, Chauncey Rivers, uh, the mm-hmm. quarterback from. Florida State was it DeAndre DeAndre his last name is Jordan I can't remember his first name but you're not talking about Malik are you not Malik not Malik is it was the guy who punched the girl in the nightclub and oh yeah okay I know you're talking about his last name is Jordan I can't remember his first name but anyway it's these guys who they're really good athletes they're really D one athletes but for some reason they got off track they had to go the community college route I think more in Indy and then in Atlanta you saw players who were not as good who just got to the community college level and were going for those scholarships. That was kind of the only route they had. Yeah, to, that yeah. was it. But here you have, I mean, I think I think Joe, uh, God dog, what's his last name? Joe uh, Hampton. Uh, yeah, Hampton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think he really embodies that last chance you think. I mean, the dude's five-star to high school, goes D1. Literally, they show him playing yeah. on ESPN in college yeah. and in high school. Has some issues. Gets cut, winds up going through some stuff on his own. Well, he tore both ACLs. He tore both, yeah, yeah, both his knees, and just had some had some other related issues at Penn State. I'm trying not to give away too much, but yeah. I mean it's not really a spoiler. No. Um, but to, literally steps away from the game of basketball, calls Coach Mosley as literally his last hope to play, and is just there. You know, KJ Allen is easily a D1 starter. Oh my gosh, kids that a kid's monster, a freak, great issues. You know what I mean? It's just like all these yeah. kids that are just easily D1 athletes, D1 starters, like G League prospects, easily NBA prospects who for one reason or another could not play at a higher level because of grades or mentality or whatever it is. Yeah. And I think too like don't get it wrong, they've always dealt with the 
off the court issues pretty well in last chance you right. remember last year the the wide receiver for for Laney who like had a rich family history the uh his name JR or something yeah, like yeah, that yes. yeah like they've always RJ, done, I think was his name yeah, was that I think it was RJ they've done that stuff well but this time man I think they do it the best right. like uh, what's the kid? Uh, Sean Deshaun, Deshaun, the yeah. point guard who's a really good player. Yeah, his mom dealing with that, and then they all have like girlfriends, yeah. and they touch on that, which is really entertaining. And like the relationships seem very real and and honest, and like yeah. they're all good kids. Like which which every kid who's ever been on Last Chance U is just a good kid, and then you got a couple knuckleheads that are just trying to work through life and tough right. situations. But everything, I agree with you. Every single person who you get to know seems like they could go D1. Oh, 100%. Like they could transfer immediately. Also, I want to say this. It feels like, too, and it's probably just because they highlighted it more, especially in the later episodes. So I don't know if you've seen it a ton. There's always like a D1 coach or a D2 coach at practice. Oh, just yeah, like yeah, watching. For sure, for sure. And, and it's, so it's like, it's like you have every chance in the right. world – like Coach Mosley, like we touched, like we said, he's working his butt off to get these yeah. kids uh, onto a bigger and better school. Like it seems like the opportunity's there. Yeah, and we'll find out. I hadn't. I, I, yeah. I'll, I'll finish the the season here to, and, probably today. But and I mean, granted, like you know, last chance you throughout all these seasons has never stepped away from what's going on with the players, like the drama and you know all the outside stuff. But it was just lack of talent at Indy. You know what I mean? Like the only D one athlete that I vividly remember at, at Indy was Jermaine. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Bobby was an interesting character. Malik was an interesting character to have it at uh, Indy. But, like, I don't – like, they, they weren't going anywhere else. Let's be right. honest. Yeah. I mean, Malik went to Nevada and immediately got cut again because he can't stay out of trouble. Mm-hmm. And then at Laney, I mean, you know, you like guys like Dion. Like, RJ was a very interesting character. But, again, they weren't just, like, outstanding players. Well, see, it's weird because – and I think maybe this is just because basketball is such a lifestyle. Like – these kids seem super dedicated to basketball. Oh, for sure. Like, what was the what you just brought him up? The the little short one who ended up like quitting halfway through uh, dreads. Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. Yeah. Great football player, and honestly, pretty smart. Had a lot of stuff going on with him on on the on the drama side. But like, this is just what it seemed like. It didn't seem like he loved the game. Right. These kids, like like Joe says it. I started. Uh, I'd wake up early before grade school in like first grade and dribble yeah. a basketball on the porch. All these kids know is hoops, and that's well, and, that, and they love it so much that there's these outside distractions. Yeah. But they don't let it. Like nobody, you know, everything just works. Like it just clicks for these guys. Right. Well, his whole monologue, right? Like you know, there's basketball players and there's hoopers, and you know, yeah. basketball players can go out and play the game, but yeah. hooper you can get the ball to and he can score whenever he wants. And that Joker says, "Are you a hooper?" He said, "Oh yeah, for sure." For sure. Yeah. And he I mean, is. I mean, he he's a bucket. Oh, yeah, 100%. And, boy, like, he fouled that joker like crazy. You talk about him and Malik. Like, both of them are like 6'9 and literally run like a point guard. Like, For I mean, real. It's, it's For insane. Real. And he is so much more. I think he's so much better than Malik. Oh, 100%. Even Malik knows it. 100%. Malik tells him, like, that's a legend right there. But, again, there. Here, here's, the, here's the issue with Joe. He doesn't show up to practice half the time. You gotta you gotta control those emotions. Yeah, that too. It's and okay I mean, to get angry, but you gotta be able to bottle it and harness it and use it for something it's other just than the embodiment of last chance you. That's like, literally is, the start of the like okay, here's a spoiler for the first two minutes of Last Chance You episode one. They literally open with his monologue and then him going into the locker room and punching three lockers yeah. and breaking a stool and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he wears the, he wears that emotion on his sleeve and that's the one thing that dude's gotta correct, which I wouldn't be surprised if he's playing somewhere. 
now. Oh, I don't 100%. know because, I, like I said, I yeah, haven't we finished. Got to finish but... Yeah, we got to see the update. But uh, if you have not seen Last Chance U Basketball and you are a fan of sports or Last Chance U in general, I think you will really, really enjoy it. Yeah, and if you it, haven't seen it all, start season one. Oh, yeah, one. start season one. Highly, highly recommend. But Last Chance U Basketball, just to summarize – Incredible coach, probably the greatest yep. coach in, in LCU history. Yep. Uh, incredible coaching staff, incredible players that you will root for every single one of them going for a state title, and uh, we'll see if the, you'll see if they get it whenever you watch it. Yeah, yep. And I gotta I gotta catch up to you, but it might be a week. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot going on, man. A lot going on. Tomorrow tomorrow begins another work week. Man, that's that's good stuff there. All right, so here's here's a segment that everyone's kind of come to. I think. I was kind of worried that people would not like this segment. No, we've been getting suggestions. But I think people are, are, are enjoying it. And we do. We have got a couple suggestions. And uh, and we'll mention, I told y'all, throw a suggestion in the Facebook feed. If we like it and use it, we'll definitely give you credit. So last week, this, this okay, just to summarize, we gotta, we got to do this pretty much every time. Hall of Famer Not is a segment where one of the two Bash brothers go and they pick five names from the three main sports we cover, that being football, baseball, and basketball. They will bring those names to the table, secretive to the other Bash brother. Yep. We will go through them one through five. You will say a name, and based on their credentials to this date, whether that's one game or a million games played, if they belong in the Hall of Fame or... No. That's the premise. So this week is my week. So I'm going to bring five names to the table, and we'll discuss it. And last week, Jordan and I go off the air. I say the air like we were live. We were not. <laughs> and I said, there's one person who we have to do. Like, it, we, we, we have to do this name. Okay. And that is Pete Rose. Pete Rose. So do you want to give a little background on Pete? So, yeah. So Pete Rose is probably going to be recognized as one of the greatest switch hitters of all time. Um, over 300 career hitter. Uh, over 4,000 hits. I don't know exactly how many. Um, the only reason that he he has actually a lifetime ban on baseball. The reason is that when he was managing the Cincinnati Reds, after his playing career was over, he was accused of betting games. He actually pleaded guilty to this. I don't actually know if he did that on some kind of deal or what, but he did plead guilty. Um, I will say, though, it has never been proven that he was betting against the Reds. Correct. In which case, you know, that's kind of a, you know, if you're not betting for your team to lose. Now, there's a whole thing that goes in there with point spreads and stuff like that if you're betting on that, so I don't know. But, yeah, so that's the background on Pete Rose. Um, I, I'll say Hall of Famer. I mean, the dude's one of the greatest switch hitters of all time. What he did at managing does not really affect his playing career. I know his lifetime ban is because of that. Um, but, I mean, in all honesty, like, dude's one, dude's a baller. He's a heck of a hitter. One of the, Probably one of the best contact hitters in the game of baseball ever. Um, I just – I don't see why he's not in at this point. Um, and, I mean, to me, I don't think he's really pushing the issue either. I think he's more like, if you're going to keep me out because of this, just keep me out. But Yeah. Um, so, you think even with the political side, he deserves it? I think so. I, think I so. could not a freaking agree more. I mean, you look at what the did the dude did not only as a player, but now as a co- or, or and as a coach as well. And like, I feel like we it's weird. We're in a time right now where where things are more sensitive than ever, right? Like right. things are more t- tense and 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 we and that's just where we're at. And we still are forgiving people for very bad things. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. uh, you know, 
I, we don't even have to get into specifics, but there are abuse issues and all kind of stuff going on in sports. And we, you know, you you take your lumps, you do your counseling, and you take your time off, and you come back. Hopefully, you're better. I mean, we've seen that just in the past couple of years. I think a hundred percent is Hoff. I mean, don't get me wrong, the dude's on field which is what you're supposed to be based on anyways, is Hoff all day. Right, Like, for it's sure, an for sure. easy Hall of Fame. It's a first ballot Hall of Famer. But I think you've got to get over, you know, like like he's done. He took his lumps. He he, he retired off that, correct? Well, they gave him a lifetime banner for that. Right, so he there you go. Even, so, he, yeah, yeah. So, so, that was it for him. That was the last thing that he ever did. It's been, what, 15, 20 years? It's been longer if, than that. Yeah, probably longer I, than I that. I think it was early 90s when he retired out of managing. So, there yeah. you go. And it's just, yeah, you just got it. You got to get over it, let it ride, especially if you never found evidence. Like, oof. And I agree. I think Pete takes it incredibly well. He takes it with a grain of salt. He's, it, 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 to him, it is what it is. He knows he deserves it. I wouldn't be surprised if the man's got a little trophy case dedicated oh, yeah. to, to where his Hoff statue would be. And, you know, there's so much. Like, gambling to me, it's just such a weird issue because – I'm I'm a I'm a weird historian, so I know a bunch of historical facts. But if to to, to the people who don't know, um, there's a player that goes by the name of Shoeless Joe Jackson. He Very was famous. on in the early 1900s on I think they were the Black Sox then, but it's essentially the Chicago White Sox now. Yep. Um, a lot of his teammates were caught rigging the World Series, which is the reason back in the day MLB players were played paid essentially less than minimum wage. They weren't paid anything, so. They rigged the World Series to make more money, which, I mean, you know, is understandable. He had no part in it, but his name is infamously jotted down as somebody who threw the World Series because of his ties to this. And granted, with Pete Rose, like I said, there's actually no proof that he betted against the Reds in any way, shape, or form. So, I mean, you know, I mean. It is what it is, but I'm with you. Absolute Hoff absolutely deserves it. Oh yeah. 100%. All right. So from baseball, let's jump over to football. So okay. this is our first recommendation. This this actually comes from a great friend and a great friend of the show, oh, old, old John Nathan. And uh, I I like this one a lot because man, talk about somebody who had an incredible college football career at Alabama. You know who I'm going with here? Alabama. Yep. Al- whatever you just said. <laughs> and then comes in and gets drafted, mm-hmm. and honestly, is a little quiet. He was a little quiet. Yeah. And just is now one of the most dominant running backs in the league, and possibly of all time. But the way he runs and the fame of that stiff arm, yep. I'm talking about Derrick Henry. I'll Derrick let you take it, Henry Hoff. Um, Dang, that was fast. Yeah, it was fast. I mean, when you have a man that makes other men in the NFL look like little boys, you, uh, you, 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 you something. Yes. Um, yep. Obviously, is this will be his sixth year in the league going into this next season? Um, like you said, quiet the first couple of years. He's really exploded the last three years, won the 2020 um, Gosh, Offensive Player of the Year. Yep. I mean, in all honesty, if if he were to manage – and Tennessee's going to have to do some stuff to get people around him or he's going to have to go to another team. Yeah. If he manages to win a Super Bowl, I mean, it's a lock. And I mean a lock. But as of right now, he's still a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. I mean, the dude's a beast. I just see him getting better. When you're, when you're as athletic as you are – 
as big I was as say, he is. Oh my gosh, that is a dangerous combination. So it's yeah. a hybrid genetic freak. Yeah, and I, I let's just spoiler alert: he's half for me too. Um, you're looking at somebody who has revolutionized the stiff arm. Yes. Okay, let me tell you about a, a running back for the Baltimore Ravens who he he has now been released. Mark Ingram is an incredible running back. Right. That very famous photo of them two at the coin toss for the natty. Oh yes. Of Derrick Henry standing beside Mark Ingram. A good two foot taller. It's man. like a meme. Yeah, and literally Mark Henry like looking up. No, I said Mark Henry the wrestler. Mark Ingram's looking <laughs> up at him like what? So Heisman Trophy winner, now Offensive Player of the Year on a team that's not very good and he just yep. runs mean he's literally a dump truck with arms that can freaking oh, stiff army to the ground he has clips of him stiff arming people that you will see on youtube compilations for years and years to oh, come yeah. you do that on a team that's not even the greatest that man's absolute hoff it would be interesting to know when his contract was ending maybe he could take a he could take a pay cut or something to go to a team that's got a shot and Tell you what, if he were to go, and this is just off the top of my head, he'd go to the Ravens, him yeah. and Lamar, like a little one-two punch yeah. there. Oh, my god. Well, I mean, gosh. you look at it and Leonard Fournette, who... Uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, went to Tampa. Yeah. He's not the greatest running back in the world. No. But guess what? You're running behind one Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. And now you got to ring. 100%. Yeah. 100, I completely... I mean, that's, you know, there you go. All right, so let's go back to baseball now. Okay. Get, let's get the baseballs out of the way. So this is a man who has been at the center of a little controversy over his career. Okay. Uh, started off with the old Nationals. I'm trying to give you hints because I see I know, you thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you, you caught on pretty quick. Honestly, great beard, great beard. Facts, great, uh, great off the field, uh, like brand. He was he was a cover athlete, wasn't he? Yeah, I think. So. 18, 17? Yeah, he got a cover, an, an absolute face of Under Armour for a, for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you were also sponsored by Under Armour for a long time <laughs> in high school. Shout out to anybody who understands that joke. Um, let's go with Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Let me, I'll, I'll take this one off rip. Okay. So... It's very interesting because to, to, play the, to play a sport in general takes... Very much mental fortitude, right? It does. It does. You got to come every single day correct, no matter what's going on, and play the game of baseball. That gets a little more difficult when every single place you go, the whole stands, the whole stands of fans boo you, like everywhere, right? So I love this story, right? Uh, you about to tell me? Yes, hundred percent. I got to. <laughs> so Jordan and I frequent SunTrust now, Truist Park, pretty often when we were in college because it was like an hour and ten minutes away yeah. from where we live. So it wasn't nothing for us and our and our buddy Hunter to go for a day or a night game just to enjoy the city of Atlanta and watch watch our Braves play. So we're watching him play the. the it's, this is when he was with the Phillies, right? He was. It was his first year with the Phillies. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I think so. first year with the Phillies, this man steps up, and they just start booing him. Now, if you don't know, um, you probably don't know this about me, I don't boo, unless there's like a really bad sportsmanship play, I don't boo, right? Georgia fan, Auburn runs out of the tunnel, everybody boos, I don't boo, I think it's stupid. They're there to play the football game. Bryce Harper's there to, to, to at bat. They start chanting, overrated, to Bryce Harper. The third pitch of the at-bat, Bryce Harper puts one over the chop house. And if you don't know, that's the right field fence. It's a restaurant. And I turn around and look at a guy and said, y'all going to chant now? Come on, bro. This man is super dynamic. Great arm over in right field. Great glove. The man's thrown out plenty of folks. Had plenty of great seasons. If the consistency stays there, 
I got to go Hoff. And honestly, I'm a Braves fan, so maybe this is a little. This is a little. You know, I shouldn't say this, but I'm a fan. I'm going to confuse a lot of people right now. <laughs> so Bryce Harper is an MVP winner. He's a Rookie of the Year winner. Bryce Harper is a Gold Glove. I mean, dude. We hits, know where this is going. Dude hits bombs, right? Honestly, probably one of the better, best arms in the outfield you're going to find. Unless he's throwing a helmet at a pitcher. That's yeah. He, he's going to miss a little very bit. bad. Hunter Strickland. One you, out of one you, time. You got miss. away with one there. Um, here, here, here's my reserve with Bryce. And if the Braves signed him tomorrow, I'd be completely happy with it. That'd be so sick. It would be, but it's not going to happen. Nope. Um, so Bryce is a high strikeout player. Yeah, Bryce is right now sitting around 270. I feel like he's going to retire an average 250 hitter. Um, I don't think his his batting average is going to be there. My reserve with Bryce is this, and any I think anybody can kind of see where this is going since I started. You're going to do this to an Under Armour to a fellow Under Armour athlete. I am. I am. Y'all literally are in boardroom meetings together. So Bryce Harper signs with the Phillies. The immediate year he signs with the Phillies, the Nationals going to win the World Series. That is a oof. The Phillies have missed the playoffs every, every year, year since Bryce. he's been yeah. there. Great points. Bryce is a very good player. I don't know if Bryce is a very teammate-oriented player. I think Bryce We've is a very— We've literally seen him fight his pitcher in the dugout. Oh, 100%. I think Bryce is a very selfish player. I do think if he were to manage to kind of become that guy who leads his team more than just— Yo, I'm Bryce Harper. I think he's a very easy Hall of Fame candidate, but as of right now, I got to say no. Okay, you honestly, you rate, you even make me question my own pick. You raise some great points there. I'm still going Hoff because he's already got all the hardware. You he's can pretty much have. Now, no Do you have that. a silver slugger? I'm sure he does. I'd have to he's, look. He'd have to have one. Um, I think he's got all the hardware, and and like I said, I do asterisk that with. You got to have the consistency. You got to do it for a couple more years, and hopefully, you add a ring to 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 your left or right hand, whatever they so choose to wear it on. But uh, but yeah, I go off. So we're split. First time the yeah. old Bash Brothers are split today. All right. So I want to jump back to football now. The last one will be basketball, and it's pretty close to my heart there. Um, but uh, I also I want to explain this kind of running joke that we've mentioned. So Jordan and I played baseball together pretty much our whole lives, from rec ball to to junior varsity to varsity and everything. And this man was obsessed with Under Armour. I kid you not, I am not playing at all. This man would come out of the practice locker room with Under Armour cleats, Under Armour sweatbands, Under Armour shirt. This man had on Under Armour underwear, didn't you? I got them on right now. There you go. This man and and just everybody took it and ran with it. This man was he wasn't telling us he was getting paid at least a hundred grand a year <laughs> to wear all that Under Armour. He was a hundred percent sponsored. So let's jump over to the NFL. Okay, a man who has just recently signed with the new team, the Arizona Cardinals, former Texan, Mister JJ Watt. Ah, yes, mm. I like this one a lot. This is um, a good one. His family has now kind of become football royalty. There's literally three of them, and they're all good. And if you've never seen they're mic'd up where they're playing each other. They're literally like he'll literally be like, he just false started. It's really good stuff. You need to watch it if you hadn't. Um so JJ Watt, incredible football player. He was he's kind of become famous for swatting balls at the line. Mm-hmm. Uh I think he's won defensive player of the year at least once. Uh obviously has not won a Super Bowl ring yet. He's now over in Arizona playing with Kyler Murray and them. So that's very exciting. That'll be very excited to see. 
we we have talked about before that off the field antics do lend well to your Hall of Fame career. Right. Dude's got a squeaky clean brand. He seems like a great player. He, uh, if you haven't seen the video of him giving uh, Deshaun Watson, no, 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 not uh, that. But th- that is good too. But him talking about why you play the game and why you play to win uh-huh. after uh, it, it happened last season. Really good stuff. Oh, yeah, the dude's a humanitarian. Obviously, became super, super pushed up for what he did during the Texas floods mm-hmm. that happened not too long ago, two or three years ago. Uh, I think he is an easy Hall of Famer. Yeah, I gotta say so too. Um, and again, I think a championship would really lock that in. It's not really, it ain't really on him. He's dealt with some injury issues over yeah, the years. Has, yeah. Um, but I mean, he's he's got to be one of the most dynamic defensive ends in the game right now, if not ever. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't see any reason why he doesn't. Just everything he does outside of the game, and I mean, just the grit he plays with inside the game. I I mean, I think he's a he's a probably a fairly clear pick for this one. I was hoping he'd go to the Cleveland. I was hoping he'd that go to the Browns. That would be nasty. Because they said it was down to, to Arizona, Cleveland, and somebody else. I can't Bro, remember. him and Miles Garrett, quarterbacks, you better oh just my gosh. prepare the ice bath. Holy cow, that's terrifying. All right, the, the old Bash Brothers podcast team are, are back on board. We, we agree. All right, and the last name. It's got to be a clip, but I don't know. It is. You with. are correct. Way to read context clues there. So, I, I thought about Kawhi, but I think Kawhi's a little – well, it may be for another day. But if you didn't know, I'm a diehard Clippers fan. We, we talked about it earlier in the show. Been a Clippers fan for about 12 years now. Um, Mr. Paul George. Mm. PG thirteen. Okay. Uh, so started his career over at Indiana. Yeah. And and honestly, he was one of those stars on a on a te- on a team that wasn't that great, right? Yeah. Just a great player for Indiana. He comes over to the Clippers. Last year was a little rough on him, especially in the playoffs. He pretty much disappeared in the playoffs. Yeah. And they rode him for that. I mean, he he heard it. He had to comment on it in the media. Um, now he's with the Cl- you know now in his second year with the Clippers, him and Kawhi are balling out. I'll turn it over to you. Oh. I mean, honestly, your comment right there is going to justify my answer. I just got to go, nah. I mean, nah. do I think Paul George is a great player? Yeah. Do I think he's a great brand? Yeah. I mean, he's been with, you know, he played with Indiana, then he went to OKC. I mean, now it's the Clips. Realistically, I mean, maybe you just need to change teams. Maybe it's your fault. I don't know. But anyway, the Clips should have been a fairly clear at least West Conference Finals appearance last year. I could not agree more. Did not get there. A lot of it is on Paul. Paul disappeared. Thanks for bringing it up. (laughs) He's also had some injury bugs a little bit along his career. Yeah, both two shoulder surgeries. Two shoulder surgeries. Was he the one that snapped his leg in Indiana that time? Uh, That was a – oh, disappear on his name. What's the guy's name? Wait, was that Paul? I think that might have been – I don't remember. Anyway – Anyway, anyway, I thought it was Victor Oladipo, but I could be no, wrong. No, it wasn't Oladipo. I know that for a fact. It was a forward, but I can't remember. Oladipo did break his leg, though. Okay, gotcha. But it wasn't the one I'm thinking of. Anyway, anyway we're off the tangent. It might have been, Paul. It, uh, dude, I think it was. Yeah, I'm I think sure I'm pretty it was. sure it was. So, yeah, I mean, he's dealt with injury. It was like bug, six or seven years ago. It was ago a while. Now. But, I mean, if he could come back and help the Clips win a, win a, win a title, play that consistent playoff you know, game that he needs to play – I think he's a Hall of Famer, but right now after seeing that last year and just his history over the years he's been in the NBA, I, I got to go nah for now. Okay, I'm going to speak this into existence oh, for my here Clippers, we go. okay? All right, I'm obviously biased, so I'm going to remove my bias, and I've got to talk about what 
I think will actually happen. Okay, let's hear it. Paul George is balling this year. He's playing really good. Yeah. All-star, really good. Him and Kawhi both, all-star. Played really good in the all-star game. PG did. Kawhi, not so much. But let's be honest, who cares? It's an all-star game. Yes, exactly. And an all-star game with no fans and all that stuff. Um, having one, having easily his best season as a Clipper, which there's only been this is only his second one. I think this year they go to the Western Conference Finals for the first time in in team history. Okay, and I think they go play for an NBA title. I'm not going to say they win it, which honestly I feel very. I feel like the best competition is in the West right now. It'd be the Lakers. Unless, I mean, unless you're Brooklyn Nets, that's a scary team, especially now that you added Blake. But I think you're going to see the Brooklyn Nets and somebody, and I think it will be my Clippers. I don't know if we beat them, so I'm not going to say I'm not going not going to jump that boat just yet. Okay. If that man, if they win this year, they yeah. both have an opt out for their fourth year. Him and Kawhi. If they win one, I believe they will both. Uh, Paul has resigned, so he's staying with the Clippers. If they win one, I think the claw will come back, and I think they'll keep the pieces around them. And I think they'll stay together for a couple years to come. Mm-hmm. Kind of Kobe Shaq. Obviously, they both pretty much play the same role. And I think they bring home a couple titles to the Clippers. And if and when they do that, he's an easy Hall of Famer. I agree he's with got that. the stats. He's got the trophies. He's got the All Star appearances. This was his sixth year as an All Star. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, in terms of basketball, that is one thing that they look at. How many times were you an All Star? Um, so that's I, I think he's an Hall. I think he's a Hall of Famer. He's got the talent. He's got the trophies. But we talk about it all the time. If you're a basketball player and you want to enter the Hall of Fame, you got to have those rings. Yep. It don't mean a thing if you don't get the ring and you got to go ring chasing. And he's on a team to do it. He's got all the pieces around him. Listen, fellas, if you're listening, you're not. Lock it in. Let's just lock it up, okay? <laughs> lock it up. And let's go win us a title. And I will put a quick asterisk here. I think if you're on a mediocre team by yourself and you don't win a ring, you have more of an argument than if you join oh, Kawhi yeah. Leonard with the Clippers. And yeah, you don't his, win a and ring. his year with the Pacers, his years with the Pacers, that man was dynamic. He disrespected us one night. I think this was like in twenty, probably twenty thirteen, in a game Indiana versus Clippers, and this is back when we had our big three of CP3, Blake, and DJ. This man three sixty windmills it <laughs> on a fast break. I mean, it's just him, and I just remember I watched it live, and that clip is now kind of famous. You can find it on, like, best in-game dunks. And I'm thinking, this mother trucker just 360 windmilled it on us. The disrespect, and now I'm it's rocking real. with him. A lot like yeah. Pat Bev, man, when Pat Bev was in Houston, couldn't stand him. Now that he's on the Clippers, uh, give me a Pat Bev jersey. He's the man. <laughs> I feel that. Whew, what a show. Hey, that's a good – honestly, oh, we also need to say it, too. This past week's episode – got more views in the first 24 hours than any show we've ever yeah. done. And that just honestly means the world to us. I literally texted Jordan Tuesday morning. I was like, holy cow. And it's not even 24 hours because the show goes live Monday, 5 o'clock Eastern time. Right. And that was just phenomenal to us. So we couldn't be more grateful. Thank you so much. For real, if you have material that you think we should use, please feel free to put it in the Facebook comments on either of our posts, we both share, or the actual Bash Brothers podcast page. We're going to use it. We Heck, love hearing a, from y'all. Send us a DM if you don't want to post it. Yes, send us a DM, message us. Um, what y'all have, a, y'all have a lot to offer because we're all sports fans. We're no better than you. We decided to get on here on these mics and talk about it. Right. Um, so feel free to shoot us that. But thank you for all the support. Bash Brothers podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that being Spotify, Apple Podcasts, 
Anchor, whatever you decide to listen on. You can find us at Bash Brothers Podcast on Twitter and Facebook. Where can the people find you, Jordan? Jay Harris underscore six, Instagram and Twitter, Jordan Harris on Facebook. You can find me at Connor Mason Chandler on Instagram, Connor Chandler on Facebook and Twitter, or taking a nap because this time change has absolutely killed me. <laughs> this has been a really good episode. Go watch Last Chance You. Let us know what you think. Let us know who you would become a sports fan of if you woke up, to mo- up tomorrow and decided to be a football fan. And uh, as always, we are the Bash Brothers, signing off. Yerp. <laughs>